Good morning and welcome to DCAF with the Beacon Center of T Tennessee. I'm Taylor. This is Mark. I almost just said the Beacon Center of Taylor, which maybe Nobody I'm going to work for that company. No, maybe I'm planning a hostile takeover. You'll never, you never know. Um, Mark, where, tell us about where you are right now. Oh, I am just, um, I'm at the Opryland Hotel. I'm working from here this afternoon. Me and uh, Kier are going to see a show tonight, Burt Kreischer, the comedian, and it's right across the street. So it was really cheap and usually it's so expensive to come here. So I, I just got a night with my with my Marriott points and it'll be good when you're to Dave and Buster's, play some games and then go back to Dave and Buster's and watch Jazz Game 3 tonight afterwards. So it'll be a good day. I don't know if that's the staycation that Kira bargained for watching you play. Well, the, David Buster's. They were, it was her Christmas present, though. Uh, she's the one who likes Burt Kreischer the most. So it, that is a, at least a present for her. I'm not complaining about Burt Kreischer. I'm complaining about you playing video games at David Buster's. <laughs> no, she likes that. I think the jazz game would be more of the issue she would have, not the not the um, David Buster's play. That's probably true. Maybe I should drive out there and drink wine with Kira while you watch the jazz game. <laughs> Uh, you have to be invited for that, so we will. <laughs> okay, well, that hurts. But, uh, I will say, like, it's weird because when I was chatting, I just want to be, you know, Kira's good with that, but, like, I just want to be kind of, like, left alone. I don't want to talk about other stuff. So even when, you know, my mom's like, oh, I can come watch a jazz game. I'm like, I love you, mom, but, like, I really, like, I need to focus. And I, I don't want to have different conversations when I'm watching a playoff game. Not, sure. like, it's just a different, it's a different thing. We talked about this before when the Super Bowl, when people just talk about garbage, you're like, I just want to watch the game. <laughs> Well, speaking of other things that are unwanted, in big news this week, a lot of uh, streaming services are being rendered as unwanted, much like me during a jazz game. CNN Plus, unwanted. Netflix, okay, do you remember, maybe it was 2016, 2018, it was, it was a while back, but people were saying that they were afraid that Netflix was going to become a monopoly. Do you remember that? And then now yeah, yeah. there's all these streaming services. Like I had to buy a little fire stick for my TV because my TV apps were out of date and all of the potential apps that I could buy on the Amazon prime, like streaming store, it was overwhelming. There were things that I didn't even know existed. So not only is Netflix not a monopoly, it's like, it's in trouble. I mean, it's the market at play again, right? It's the same people who say Twitter is monopoly now, right? In four years, Twitter might not even exceed. I mean, you see that their stock price is dropping too. But yeah, right. this whole idea that Netflix was kind of impressive. They were the first ones to really do this. But you have to stay ahead of the game. And they haven't. And you know, they let some, I think you would argue, they let some of their good content go. I think, you know, letting the office go is probably a big issue. And I don't know if that's their fault or not. Letting but, friends go? Yeah, I mean, I guess. Um, but, I love friends. Okay, yeah, sorry. So yeah, Kira watches all the time. But it's like they didn't do a great job, I think, cornering the market. And you have to wonder. It's like, well, and then they're raising the prices and they're also stopping password sharing at the same time, which is like, that's not a good business move. And the market is responding to it. I and mean, that's what happened. CNN Plus, the market has responded to right away because everyone knew it was going to be a failure. It's awful. Exactly. I don't know who wants to pay money to watch like these just, I mean, I, I'm not trying to be rude, but like, I don't want to hear Rex Chapman talk about anything. He's the dumbest man in America. I don't know why he gets a show. So it's like, when you put all these people and you know, Chris Wallace is fine, but it's, it, it was never going to be successful. And it was Jeff Zucker's project who is obviously out from having an affair with a staffer. So it's like, this was failed from the start and I'm, I'm glad to see it go down. It's awful. Yeah. Have you, do you watch the morning show on Apple TV no, plus? I don't. Okay. Well, I just finished watching it last week and they were launching UBA plus. And a lot of the things that go on in the morning show, I think are trying to mimic either like ABC with good morning America or NBC with the today show or something like that. And they were launching this new streaming service and going through all the 
jumping through all the hoops to do it. And, you know, I think that streaming services are great. I obviously don't have cable. I subscribe to all of them. But when a channel just tries to get a streaming service to keep up, it's so much money wasted. Think about all of that CNN money that they wasted just trying to keep up when they already have CNN and CNN headline news that are 24-hour content. I think it was a billion dollars they spent on this. It was some insane amount. It was some incredibly insane amount. Yeah, that is that is not practical at all. And then Netflix, and now they're going to try to roll it into Discovery Plus, which probably would have been a good idea from the start. But it, it's just people, and this is great. If you want to talk about the market working, here it is. And yeah. there's so many, everyone's like, oh, there's so many streaming services. Like, you have a choice. You can get what you want. And you didn't used to be able to get that. You just had to buy cable. So this is actually a really good thing. And the people complain, like, this is the market working. You know, I know. Netflix is a great, I like Netflix. Is it worth it at $17 instead of 10? Maybe not. Is it no. worth they cut down on password sharing so I can't use it in multiple places in my house? Maybe not. This is exactly what the market's doing. And you know, nobody wants to watch John Stewart. Nobody wants to watch CNN Plus. This is the market speaking saying, I'm not going to pay money to watch it. I mean, we're not going to, so my mom, my sister and I, obviously we all live in different areas. We're not all three going to pay for Netflix. If we can't share an account, then what's, What's the point? We're not all three going to pay for that. Yeah, instead of having one person pay for three, you're going to have zero people paying for zero. Like it's going to be, you're going to lose money. And I do think there's a, there's a limit, right? If you're like, okay, this account has 800 people watching. It's like, yeah, that makes sense. But it already has five. Them, it already yeah, only yeah. has five. If I was them, I said, I would go like, if, if it's more than 10, I, I, I'd say maybe, but leave it alone if it's under, because these are people sharing with their close family. And you're seeing that that's people who are going to cancel it. And you I can't mean, pay more money and get less people to watch it. Do it the way that like Apple and Hulu do, where you can only authorize, like Apple plus TV, you can only authorize five devices. So right now I have my phone, my computer, and my TV as authorized devices, and, and I could give my password to two more people and it would work. And yeah. it like that, but don't just completely say no more password sharing, because then all the Dawson's are going to unsubscribe because none of the three of us watch it enough to warrant a one person $17 a month membership. That's insane. Well, I think it's good. Maybe, I think it's good that this is happening. I think it's good that market's speaking. They're going to have to figure out, they're probably going to reverse course. I don't think they've actually implemented the password sharing thing yet, but they're stopping down 20% yesterday. So I imagine that they're really, you know, reconsidering everything they're doing right now. I know I'm like on a mad dash to watch Dark and Russian Doll before I get rid of Netflix. Because and they also have pretty trash content. That's another issue. Like they're not, I mean, they might have some good things, but they're not making up. We're like, you know, I pay whatever $20, $15 a month for HBO plus because I get good content on there. And I'm willing to do that. HBO Netflix, does does not, Netflix does not produce that kind of content. I mean, Netflix for me, when I, when, I, when I use my streaming services for is Amazon Prime and HBO are for all the new movies. Apple TV Plus is for all like new streaming series and Netflix is to go back and, and watch Gilmore Girls. So it's just a, it's just a joke that they're, that they're doing this and uh, the market will speak as it does. Now, it's interesting that the market uh, always does speak, but it sometimes doesn't agree with the woke celebrities that are, uh, that are thinking that they run the market. For example, Rudy Giuliani was on The Masked Singer. And this news broke, what, like last night? Well, Rudy, it broke like two months ago, but it finally aired last night. It aired last night. When, he, when Rudy Giuliani was revealed as a masked singer, one of the celebrity judges got up and walked away saying that Rudy Giuliani should be in prison. Okay, we need to all be a little less touchy. 
and a little less sensitive because that that is an overblown reaction to something that's supposed to be fun and lighthearted, I think. And the mass Singer, just for people to understand, it's a bunch of weird celebrities putting on costumes and then the judge is trying to guess who that person is. And yes. like there's actual singers, there's people who are terrible, but like they give them, I guess, I mean, Kira watch it, they give them clues and you try to figure out who it is. So it's like a, it's a lighthearted show. I didn't see, I, I did watch the clip. I did, I, Ken Jeong, who I think is really funny too. It's a shame. So funny. He said something along the lines of, um, I'm out. I don't know. I didn't hear the thing about jail. Maybe he said that later. Uh, but he just said, I'm out and walked off. And it's like, it's and Sarah Palin's been on there. And there's been, you know, left-wing celebrities on there too. It's like, just, this is not a big deal. Just guess who it is. You don't have to say, oh, I love you. Just say, okay, I guess. And I'm done. It's my job. Yeah. Ha ha. That's funny. I had no idea. Moving on to the next guest. If you don't want, this is what I think is so funny and out of touch about a lot of celebrities is they make a big stink about something that they are upset is popular and it makes it more popular. So like no one would be talking about that episode if he hadn't made a big stink over it. I think. I know now Rudy Giuliani is getting more press than he's got in, in you know, a, two years. Since he did get in trouble. Yeah, so, exactly. I mean, it's just bringing him back up to the forefront of our minds. And so, uh, yeah, I just think that that's very out of touch. And the leftist kind of celebrities have, they have this weird thing. They, they kind of focus on these really small things and then can figure out a way to ignore these really big things that you know their party's doing because like oh i don't want to offend them um right. so it's like yeah i'm, I'm not going to talk about inflation i'm not going to talk about what happened in afghanistan that doesn't bother me but like rudy giuliani going on a singer show that's where i'm going to draw the line at i'm outraged i'm yeah. outraged that the man could possibly have fun yeah and i really love ken jong i think ken jong is so funny i think he's great i think he's good he's enough for really good personality but it's like at some point you can say even if you said i don't like this guy fine like don't walk off that's your job that you get paid for that's your job. Imagine if I just walked out of the office every time you walked in because you make me mad sometimes. I would get in so much trouble. <laughs> I know. Kenny Smith, though, inside the NBA when they had the Black Lives Matter protest and they, he just walked off the set. It's like, this is your job. This is what you get paid for. Like, this is not this is not the time to make a stand unless you feel like if you're being treated so unfairly, you hate this so much, then quit. You have that option. Quit. Quit. Go get another job if you yeah. don't like or like at least save your temper tantrum for after the show. Do sure, an interview yeah. with someone, sit down with them, talk about why you disagree with the casting people's choices and then move on. But don't walk off your job. That's just exactly. it's kind of weak. It's just weak. Um, speaking of uh, outrage and people not being allowed to be in places, uh, Wimbledon, big, big news coming from Wimbledon that Russia and Belarus won't be contestants or competitors from Russia and Belarus won't be able to compete this year. That's, that's big. I mean, that's a big step. It, it kind of, it, it, it's not exactly like this, but remember like during the world wars when the Olympics didn't happen, I mean, it, are they citing safety concerns? Are they making a political statement? Like what, what do you think is the, the reason for this? Well, yeah, I mean, it's a political statement for sure. And, and I mean, it's also that I think I looked at, there's two, of Russians that are in the top eight in the world. So they're like, like they're getting rid of some of the best players too. And there's, I think the woman from Belarus might be ranked number one. So it's a, it's clearly a political statement on the, obviously going to war in Ukraine. Uh, again, we talk about who is this punishing? And I know that Novak Djokovic, who's like, I think he's number four in the world, this great play. He's like, man, I am anti-war. I don't know why I'm getting punished for this. I, I'm not for this war. I've always been anti-war. And it's it's insane you're doing this. So, and I'm kind of more on his side. These are, I get that you don't want, this country to like move on you basically want them to be punished for what they're doing mm -hmm. but these are people who had nothing to do with it and you're punishing them for playing tennis 
I think I come down on both sides of it. So I definitely come down on your side, which is these these Russian people and Belarusian people, is that how you say it? Um, I shouldn't, I can't okay, imagine it is. Whatever. <laughs> they don't deserve to be punished for what their government is doing. But I also think that they have a big mouthpiece. And if they are being punished for what their government is doing, I don't know if anything can calm down Vladimir Putin at this point. I would be shocked if it could. But potentially this could be some lighter fluid that could light a fire under them to go and say something or to use their their platform to speak out against this. I don't know. I don't know what what could be the end goal here. I would think good the other way. It's like, see, like Vladimir Putin is right. All, all the people hate us and they're just trying to like, they're trying to make us enemies. And I mean, again, he came out and said, I am anti-war. I mean, he said that. So I don't know what else he can do. And you're, you're just blaming somebody for their country. I think I actually understand a little bit more on the Olympics because in the Olympics, you're representing this country. These guys aren't representing their country. They're just, they're just tennis players. They're just wanting to play tennis. I wonder if... I wonder if they could disaffiliate from their country and, you know, because at Wimbledon, they'll have the names up there and like a little flag. I yeah. wonder if temporarily, at least they can just say, I'm not playing as a Russian. I'm, I'm just I just want to compete as an athlete. Maybe they can negotiate some kind of deal saying that they're not representing Russia. I don't know. I mean, they that might would... end up in a camp if they do that. But I'm not sure. I, that. I, don't, I don't think Vladimir would like that very much. Is anybody out there willing to give some tennis players asylum? <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that works. But, but I do, I, I understand. I do understand the other side of it. I just think it's the wrong tactic. I think it's like you're punishing the wrong people. And, I, and guess what? Putin doesn't care. This is not going to impact him at all. This is the same thing as we talked about, point out the Russian vodka. It's just, it's kind of just dumb. And if it's not the government owning, if you're not actually hurting the government and you're hurting the people, it just, to me, doesn't make sense. No, I agree. I think that the Russians should definitely be allowed to play. I would love it if Wimbledon would give them an option to disaffiliate or disassociate themselves from their country if that's what they want if that sounds right I mean I don't know about you but if I was living in Russia and saw what Putin was doing and was anti-war as Novak Djokovic said I would say let me affiliate with somebody else just even for like yeah, I mean second. I think people also don't want to be murdered so I think there's there's two sides of that so I think that there is I, I know it's, it's a tough it's a tough thing and I mean I, I think it's impressive he stood up and I actually agree with what he said and I think that might be a you know, controversial at some point. And Wimbledon is a big deal if you play tennis. Like, this is pretty much the biggest tournament they have. So it's not like it's just some small tournament. I mean, this is a big deal. It's kind of like the the masters of, of tennis. I, I Very good, Mark. I really like uh, Wimbledon. I was talking to a friend last night about Sunday afternoons as a child. My mom would turn on golf or tennis to put me to sleep, to make me take a nap. You probably were the exact opposite, if I had to guess. Well, no, golf definitely makes me take a nap. It's perfect. <laughs> but tennis, tennis is a little more interesting. It's a little more noisy and fun i mean it is, it is. <laughs> you know, I, I played tennis i played in high school um did? I the, yeah i was the mvp of a 2 and 11 team um what? I actually, I, yeah i actually went um my record i think i was six and six and that was good enough to be mvp being 500 that's how bad our team was i never played before i just start i'm like oh this is cool but no i like playing tennis we play sometimes and i can okay. use my height and my like hand-eye coordination just go to the net and if you can hit it past me you're going to kill me but if like if you can't lob it past me then I, I can just I can just really you know hammer it all day that's impressive I know it's hard for us short girls to play tennis you got to cover a lot of ground on the court yeah, it's yeah, really it's not, tough that, that is a tall long arms type game but I, I played and I love playing but I don't I don't love watching but I like it better than golf if I had to pick one 
I think I like them both. I, I, I think I like golf more, but I really do love tennis. My mom actually sent me and my sister to tennis camp as little girls. Neither of us really took to it well, but she tried. She tried it's to a, make- It's a good game though. It's fun. And it's like, as long as you have other people who are, you know, decent and can hit the ball back, like you can work. It's a good workout. I mean, you, you go from side yeah. to side. It's like, it's different type of, I guess, exercise the normal things you're stopping going you back and forth so I always like playing it's always fun I wish I was better but yeah I mean I like it yeah I think we're past the point where we can uh, these old dogs can't really pick up new tricks yeah and I'm not trying to take lessons I just want to play for fun I gotta try to play with Joe I guess Joe plays I'd be interested I mean he's gonna get the body type that he would be good but I love yeah, he's really tall. I, if you get better at anything when it's like a competition or like money's yeah. on the line or something. So I'd just be interested to see, but I bet he's pretty good because he's got, he's got that, you know, body type that would be a good tennis player. Yes, I can, I can totally see that. Gosh, that's intimidating. Um, leading into our last topic, I have to say a special shout out to my little sister. Today's her 25th birthday. Uh, little birthday, Taylor's Sarah, sister. I forget Sarah Jane. Sarah Jane. Okay. Happy birthday, Sarah Jane. Um, I was looking through some old photos this morning to find something to post on Instagram. And I was just really observing some of the outfits that my mother put us in, in the nineties. And I'm sure they were very popular at the time, but (laughs) nevertheless, it was such an interesting time for style. And I know that it's kind of coming back with the Gen Zers. Have you seen the outfit you wear now? Okay. That was uncalled for. <laughs> that was so uncalled for. Well, you wear some weird stuff. I, I guess maybe okay. it's hip, but it, it's weird. Well, that was rude, but I will say I'm wearing this Dua Lipa shirt right now that looks like it's straight out of the 90s. Um, it just got a face on it, yeah. It looks like I, a video game. That's a, is, that like a, is that like a concert shirt or something? Yeah. Okay. But it looks like a video game. It looks like from that Fifth Element movie that was just like so terrible. Do you remember that? It was awful. No, I never heard of that. Okay, it's terrible. Don't watch it, but... Okay, <laughs> perfect. Um... Just thinking about some of the clothing trends of the 90s. We got our uh, our our 90s nostalgia segment to close us out today. And, and which ones you did too? Like if you actually did them, partook in them, you have to you have to okay. save that. So I had like a really short kind of like page boy haircut that was like very popular in the 90s. It was not my best look. I don't think was- I hate that. I think that's way, I don't think it's that bad. Yeah, it was very trendy at the time. And that's how my mom cut my hair. Um, Oshkosh, bagosh, everything. Do you remember Oshkosh, like those kids' clothes? And you had like the logo shirts and like overalls with the little patch yeah, on them. The overalls, I know that was weird. They were kind of, the overalls being big for a minute was weird. Overalls were really big. Mary Kate and Ashley wore them. Sarah Jane and Taylor wore them. Everybody <laughs> wore the overalls. Um, what else? Oh, colored tinted sunglasses I remember I had these blue tinted sunglasses that I thought were so cool <laughs> for all of these things you're saying I just think of like I feel like Paris Hilton did all of these like I feel like right. that's like to that like I feel like all these things I just imagine her I remember her in like those glasses and overalls and came apart like that was when they were like popular a long time ago yes she was a style icon except for she wore way too little clothes <laughs> but some of and her other style I mean she just like I don't think people would like the style today but yes also in the 90s um one of my cousins did frosted tips on his hair did you ever do that no thank god no that looks awful um but so many people did and not only just like there's frosted tips there's also like the people who there was something kind of popular when I was in like sixth eighth grade where the guys would just dye their hair blonde like the m&m type look and I'm like that looks terrible 
Yes. I thankfully never get even to that. I'm like, this looks so dumb. And then the, the, the earring too, that was kind of big for a while. The earring was big. And do you remember um, like the Destiny's Child TLC era where they all wore those cargo pants in sync yes. and Backstreet Boys, they all wore, and yes. they were like so baggy. Those cargo pants were awful. They were yep. so baggy. I just, you know, as Gen Z, as led by Olivia Rodrigo, brings back all these 90 tr- 90s trends, I just hope that some of them stay in the grave. Like, we just need to bury some of these. We, we should bring um, Pogs back. That was a... <laughs> What's Pogs? You never saw Pogs? They're like the little, you might be too young for that. That was like a big 90s. If you Google, it's like, it was the, I don't really remember they were. I never really played it, but there was like these circles and there's a game. It was kind of Pokemon around the same time. You never heard of Pogs? No. Oh my gosh. I, I always thought it was dumb, but everyone played them. I remember Furby. It's we also known Furby. As, have you heard of milk caps? Yes. Okay. I know. Okay. Milk caps. That's the same thing as Pogs, apparently. Okay. Okay. I know milk caps. Did you ever have a Furby? Yes. I like that. <laughs> okay. That thing would talk in the middle of the night. It was so scary. And what about the Tamagotchi? Did you ever have one of those where you like? Oh, actually- I killed so many Tamagotchis. <laughs> That was fun though, because like it felt like that was the first like before the Sims and like Roller Coaster Tycoon. It was motherhood. You could take every animal where it didn't matter if it died, like perfect. Yes, yes. And did you ever have? I think I might have talked about this on a podcast before, but did you ever have one of those watches that was like a calculator? I don't think so. It had like all those buttons on it. I remember that was like really cool one summer when I was going to this day camp, and we all got these watches that had like all these calculator and like timer functions I had like all these numbers on it and I jumped in the pool with my watch on which obviously killed it it was like 1999 yeah, stuff existed yeah, yeah it was not waterproof and I still wore the watch anyway to fit in even though it didn't work <laughs> yeah it's funny that I mean these things were never cool they were just accepted for a time and yeah. that's like and like and you wonder what is that right now that there's things like that right now also another thing that I did a bunch of you went to I used to wear really baggy like shorts down to like my you know feet almost and and like now it's the opposite way like the nba like the shorter shorts are back again yes yes those pants they were like mc hammer kind of like oh, yeah shorts. i used were- to wear like triple xl shirts i thought it was so cool to have these like long baggy shirts i don't know that, that was the one that i did and a chin strap those are the, those are the ones that i did that were bad Oh, that's like I'm not sure if Tisha was actually that in, but I did it and nobody really said. I guess some people did, but I just didn't listen. Yeah, you can't you can't wear shorts like that. No, that's unacceptable. I still own some too. I had to throw away a lot of them. It's like and there's and like you had to they keep falling down because they're so loose because they and you have to cut retie them and it, and it's it's like I wore these to play basketball. It is so hard to play basketball and they keep falling down. It's not a good thing. I just like I thought it looked cool, I guess. You could probably fit two of you in those shorts. I know, and they look they looked so dumb. Like when you look at them, like, wow, why did I do that? <laughs> Like a clown, like an absolute clown. Yeah, I think that my, one of mine, the the blue colored sunglasses, I would totally bring that back. Uh, I don't know if I should, but I would. I really miss those sunglasses. (laughs) That was very Mary-Kate Nashley of me. Um, Okay, well, everyone in your head, picture Mark as a teenager wearing shorts that two of him, potentially three, could fit in. And we want to leave you with that image for the weekend. Sweet dream. Not not, not teenager, unfortunately, too, like into my like maybe early 20s. Yeah, it was kind of my college look. Yeah, but yeah, so it doesn't matter. But yes. You have much better style now. Thank you, Kira, for that. It still isn't great, just much better. I mean, it's It's still not great. I'm wearing sweatpants right now. I wear that a lot. But yes, comparatively, the fact that I even wear jeans is a big 
big upgrade. It's an upgrade from rock bottom, which is yeah. <laughs> where it sounds like you were. Well, happy birthday to my sister, Big 25. Woohoo! And uh, you guys stay tuned because the legislative session is winding down and we'll have a recap coming up here in just a few weeks. And uh, everyone have a great weekend. We'll see you soon.